cutting edge revolutionary technology out there, uh, specifically narrow and wide web printers. A myth right now is that really high quality print is gonna be some kind of a litho. Yeah, I love this show, man. So we have a lot of new products. How kids have a career path, tremendous opportunities for them to grow through their career path. To me, it's a game changer. Welcome to Ink and Updates, your touch point for the flexographic industry. Stay informed about industry news and advertise your business or service to the community. Hello and welcome back to Ink and Updates, the podcast brought to you by Interactive Inks and Coatings. I am Craig Tenrell and with me as always is Tom Brennan. You can reach us both on Twitter by finding us on www.interactiveinks.com and heading over to the podcast page. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about the best of Flexo innovations, at least as we see it and some of them. Um, more or less focusing on some of the green technologies that are coming out this year and, or late 2017. So to get us kicked off... Tom, what's your favorite of the packet that we have in front of us? <laughs> well, we uh, we have a large packet of uh, things that have been going on. So I think I have one. Well, I have two favorites. Can okay. I have two? Do yeah, if you want to have two, I guess, because I have two favorites, and I have one that I think is absolutely ridiculous. So Okay. Well, so I'm going to say between the two, that's probably my most favorite, is uh, the new shareable Doritos pack that makes snacking easy in Mexico. Okay, so you're talking about the, hold on, let me get to that page. You're talking about the, the pyramid thing? Yes, I'm talking about PepsiCo, Mexico Foods, has uh, is proving that packaging is both fun and functional <laughs> with their uh, new introduced uh, Doritos chili and lemon flavor. And uh, this thing looks like a pyramid. So to be clear, so this thing, it looks like a pyramid, which I can't imagine that makes it really good for stacking up on the shelves. So it's got to be sold in probably a, a larger container of a bunch of them. But either way, so what it happens I is I think like it stacks you, like uh, like like pyramids, like triangles. I mean, I, you could probably stick them all in there together. They would all. I don't know. That doesn't. Oh, well, maybe I don't know. I something tells me that these aren't meant for individual sale. But well, they sure I, look fun. They do look fun. So I guess what you did happens is you open this thing up and it turns into a. Uh, a bowl? A, a tray. A bowl. <laughs> that you can pour I nacho mean, cheese on? Uh, you know, I think I felt a shimmer in the force <laughs> when I was reading about this, and I actually saw this picture online, because you could open up your bag of Doritos, add your chili on top of that, sprinkle some cheese on, turn on the Netflix. There you, you know, go. So I'm sure those will be very popular. a small bourbon, and you're good to go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, very popular for the next uh, Super Bowl that's coming around this year. Exactly. Well, we we do have NHL, uh, you know, hockey season to get through first. So. Yeah, for those that watch. Um, all right. So my favorite, actual favorite, is this uh, flexible flexible government industry is talking about um, labels from rocks, not trees. Nice. So, actually, I don't even know if this is going to be my favorite, but really? since I brought it up, rocks, rocks, like it's paperless. Labels, I guess, you know, and I, I just don't understand um, really how you can create labels from rocks. But the best part of it, of course, is the... So, uh, so you're talking about the Fiberstone Paper uh, Company, mm -hmm. basically out of uh, somewhere out of California here. And they're using limestone to uh, create these labels instead of uh, wasting all the water. I mean, it takes a lot of water to... Uh, just to create paper, yeah, stock create material, and recycle it. So what I'm sure. what I'm seeing here is from Label Impressions. I don't know if this is an article or 
or just a note on the Fiberstone registered trademark substrate. Uh, both virgin and recycled papers create thousands of gallons of wastewater, and Fiberstone tree-free tree -free stone paper labels are not only waterproof, but of course use no water or chemical bleaching. So pretty green and pretty creative. I don't, I, I don't know if this is pretty new, so I don't know if um, the manufacturing process is energy safe or all those other things, but it is kind of a neat concept. And this guy here says, so the founder of Pet Home Magazine seems very excited about it, and he mentioned that it's um, it's soft. He can imagine it being like bed sheets. So they must be grinding that stone pretty fine. Yeah, so it's um, I'm here on their uh, website right now. Fiberstone is a tree-free, waterproof stone paper. No water consumption, no bleaching chemicals, no air pollution. Um, Fiberstone natural stone paper, which is also known as stone paper or rock paper, is made from 80% calcium carbonate with a small quantity of non-toxic uh, HDPE, high-density polyethylene. And uh, basically, it, can accept, it accepts inks. It looks like uh, from there uh, it can be recycled, yes. is a very natural uh, product, waterproof, greaseproof, tear-resistant, uh, weather-resistant. An alternative to synthetic papers such as UPO, Tyvek, and polypropylene uh, films uh, creates a great grease barrier. Uh, great for outdoors. So, I mean, I, I think when you're talking about, you know, maybe tags and labels for anything in the uh, garden section of your local hardware store, probably, I bet it makes a pretty nice looking wine label as well. Yeah. Okay, so moving past stone labels, my Which second is not favorite. your favorite? No, it's not my favorite. <laughs> because this one is just incredible. <laughs> so they have a new bumpy label to curb food waste. So this is the cool part about that. Oh, yeah. The label itself is designed to decay at the same rate as the food in the package. So what that means is you can know whether or not your food is safe to eat based on the label itself breaking down in your refrigerator and i guess it gets bumpy as it waits and i guess so here it says here mimica mimica touch is the first product by the company which states that its product is a biologically accurate food expiry indicator calibrated to experience decay at the same rate as food so that's mm. pretty interesting that's got to be pretty quick so we're talking weeks mm. so here's i think it's very interesting I, I think it's very cool here's my concern about this so let's say we go to press and we print our, all of our labels and we go, what if it sits on the shelf and we don't actually use those labels right away? Or are they, do you have to use them right away? I mean, if there has a certain amount of time from print to, to label to shelf, that, is that time considered? I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't actually talk about it at all. So it'd be very interesting to see how that one. I mean, I usually just go by the smell test when I'm. <laughs> the smell test? Like looking at my foods. Well, I mean, what I... about blue cheese? That smells horrible. Well, it tastes I don't really amazing. like blue cheese. I'm not a, not a blue cheese, uh, Sinner. uh, fan. But, uh, okay, I understand fine. what you're saying. I'm trying to find. <laughs> I'm looking for some information here. Well, while you look that up, I'm going to okay. move on to my least favorite. So here's my least favorite, and, and I don't understand. I think this is a novelty or whatever it is. But So Label Impressions unveils the self-proclaimed most Earth-friendly label ever. 
So the label is made entirely biodegradable materials. Its multi-layer construction acts as a pouch for flower seeds. So what this means is your label itself can actually be planted, and if you do plant it, it grows flowers of some type or another. The label can just be thrown out on the ground for disposal. I don't understand who they're trying to market to because I would imagine the vast majority of labels are either recycled or they're thrown away. Neither one of those processes is conducive to a flower seed. So are they asking me to, to like, I don't know, Dennis Leary this thing outside of my pink Cadillac with my, with the sandwich container? Like, then, who, how many then, people are throwing their 32-ounce, you know, clean supplies a, out of the and window? And plant a tree at the same time? And plant a tree or a flower? It doesn't say trees. It says flowers. This just doesn't make any sense to me. So the label itself is biodegradable. That's good. That's awesome. But it's impregnated with seeds. But it's impregnated with seeds, right? In the in the label construction, there are seeds. Like butterfly garden seeds? Cause... I, I don't know. It just doesn't make – it absolutely makes no sense to me. I – are you gonna I'm go? Sure, I'm sure the guys at Label Impressions are really gonna love it. This makes no sense to you. <laughs> well, I we're gonna have to get them on the phone. We're gonna have to get them on the phone and now. let them explain it. Yeah. Okay. Because here's the thing. Send all your letters to C R Tinarella <laughs> at Twitter. Well, uh, it, okay. So the biodegradable part makes sense to me. But yeah. who is going to? Do you right. picture yourself peeling off the labels and planting your labels in the garden? Do you picture yourself doing that? Uh, no, and I'm I'm kind of a I'm kind of a gardener. I just bought all these bulbs for uh, my uh, butterfly yeah. and uh, and honeybee garden that you're, I'm gonna have going on. You're little, gonna do honeybee seriously? A little uh, side thing of me. Well, no, I'm not gonna have honey. I'm not gonna ha make honey, but I'm just going to provide the flowers for the honeybees. Okay, well that's good because I understand. You know, I'm trying to they're... help out. I'm trying to do my part. I understand. I I from. What I gather on the Facebook memes is that the bees are dying at a pretty dramatic rate, so that's good. Yeah. Good on you. I'm trying. I'm trying to do my my share here. So seriously though, I, I mean. Well, I mean here the 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 whole thing about everything being 100% biodegradable. Okay, uh, but I've I've already agreed to that. I sure. agree that biodegradable is awesome. That's good. Okay. But impregnating seeds into the label construction absolutely sounds like a novelty to me, and I just can't imagine anybody actually planting their labels in their yard. And so, and I also don't think that if I throw a label out of the window, it's attached to a container that's probably not biodegradable. So, it's right, just, it's probably attached to a plastic container that's right. going to be around forever, right? Right. So the whole thing, like I said, it's a very cool idea. I like that they're thinking that way. I think yeah. it's very innovative. I just don't get it. But I, please, okay. find me on Twitter and right. tell me find I'm wrong. Us, find him <laughs> and, and and send all your complaints to. Uh, CR Generella <laughs> on, on the Twitter store. All right, so we got the Doritos snack pack. That's pretty cool. We got the uh, the new Bumpy Label biodegradable label based on the degradation of your food. We have the biodegradable seed planting labels, which, again, odd. And what else did we talk about? Well, I mean, I don't think we've – I think we kind of touched on it with all the biodegradable things. But ID label – yeah, this is uh, good. just right here, and our our uh, there are neighbors here in uh, Lake Villa, Illinois, uh, have been working with a company, uh, Convergen, to uh, really recycle all of their uh, waste and turn it into fuel pellets that can be used used in furnaces and things like that. I mean, I think you know every time I turn the news on or see something on Facebook, you know they talk about this big giant plastic ocean. That's going on that, out there. There's a huge island thing. You know, it's just so much plastic in the world. And, yeah, no, this and, is a really good one. I actually did a brief look up on this one. So apparently, you know, we're in the, you know, it's unfortunate, but we do create in our industry, you know, we make packaging and labels. We create a lot of waste. Oh. And just in the process uh, of setting up a job, 
you, we create a lot of waste. Like sure. He says what, 500 tons of waste annually? Yeah, so they're this producing. Yeah, they're, yeah, they produce 500 tons of waste uh, every year. Uh, it makes right. our little dumpster out back uh, right. you know, small. <laughs> right, and 85 percent of that waste in the flexible industry, not just ID label here, just so I'm clear, 85 percent of the waste created uh, is sent to landfills. So ID label is doing something about that, which is at, awesome, and they're turning their waste into um, into these fuel pellets, which can, of course, be used for all sorts of... Uh, of yeah, there's substitutes for coal, gas, and other fossil fuels. I mean, uh, you know, up, up north, they have a lot of these uh, outdoor... Uh, I don't want to call them fireplaces, but they're, they use it to heat their houses, and uh, they use wood or, or fuel pellets and heat their water. And so, I, look, I think this is a great thing. Anytime you can recycle something, yeah, no, I understand. So I guess they've reduced their waste to one percent. So now, I mean, one percent of their stuff actually goes to landfills, is what I, my understanding. And the rest of it is used, recycled, and turned into pellets for fuel. That's so great. That's awesome. Yeah, so one of my other favorites here is uh, it's a stackable uh, cube efficiency bag. Uh, structural oh. design creates uh, strength and dimensional stability. Can serve a cube package. Uh, can replace rigid containers for a variety of bulk products up to uh, 55 pounds. This is uh, something. So this bag is created and uh, printed flexographically. Right. So and this is one of the winners of the uh, the gold awards in the 2018 in March. Oh, it's number four. Yeah, yeah, number four. Yeah. So this is kind of cool. I guess the biggest part of it is designed to ship standalone without the need of uh, you know a rigid secondary container. Sure. Yeah. It's it's unique. It's definitely cool. So, did you look at these blue bunny? Box pouches? A blue bunny box. Oh, well. <laughs> no, I can't even say that. So this one won the highest achievement award in the Packaging Association. Um, so I it's like the, ice cream. It may be the first flexible package in this traditional carton uh, to be a frozen treat. I guess it's appealing um, because the whole front end is marketable. The zipper's in the back of it. So you can have your whole front image, your whole brand, you know, un unadulterated. And then in the back... No, not the back. So it just shows the food. I don't understand here. So again, back to not understanding. It has the the window in the front. Sure. So you so can you see can the ice see cream the bars. Right, but you can see what frozen, frozen blocks. That's not doesn't seem very appealing to me. Like when I'm looking at the, I'm well, looking don't you at this ever awesome get front. an ice cream bar that looks looks smushed. I mean, you can't. You know, you open it up and all of a sudden your ice cream bar is 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 crushed and it's just like. You know, this way you can look at your ice, you can inspect it. You can inspect your ice cream bar and say, it's like eggs. You open it up, you check for cracks. Okay. You know, no cracks, you buy the eggs. Same thing. No smushed ice cream, we're good. <laughs> All right. So the package also won four other awards. Uh, gold <laughs> award for packaging excellence. <laughs> Reclosable with a zipper on the back to preserve the front branding. Gold award for sustainability, 73% less material than a comparable carton. Silver Award for expanding the use of flexible packaging, potentially first flexible packaging in, in this category. And Silver Award for printing and shelf impact. So it includes a window to entice consumers, which again, I think frozen things are just... Delicious. <laughs> they may be delicious, but I don't know if they're very eye-appealing. When I look at the branding on the front of this, I see a perfectly good graphic designer took and made this look so appetizing to me. And then right next to it, there's a window with a frozen block. I just don't get it. Okay, anyway. Again, send your complaints to CR General. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, that's why I'm not... Blue, the people at Blue Bunny will be calling. <laughs> this is, that's why I'm an ink technician. Uh, you know, I'm not a package designer. 
Okay, so speaking of innovations, ProAmpec earned the WP award for innovative stand-up pouches. Uh, this particular pouch, it looks like it's made for kraut, uh, kimchi, sauerkraut, that is. Nothing more delicious first thing in the morning than some kimchi. <laughs> and these are specifically for uh, basically probiotics. Now, these are live cultures, and what makes this pouch, this stand-up pouch, so unique is that it has a vent in the back, which basically keeps the CO2 levels in the container the perfect conditions to you know keep these probiotics alive and thriving wow. rather than them dying on the shelf so i think the probiotics the industry is estimated to be worth like 64 billion by 2024 so this is just the yeah. beginning of these stand up pouches i'm sure that the you know the probiotics industry is going to utilize these in a lot of different ways but coming to a shelf near you will be stand up pouches of kimchi and kraut mm. <laughs> i love sauerkraut you know i'm a sausage and yeah, sauerkraut kind delicious. of guy. yeah that's right at 10:30 in the morning. <laughs> uh, so what's moving on here? I was just I'm, I'm I'm actually on here on packaging digest, and I'm a little overwhelmed at the moment about all the <laughs> innovations in food and beverage. Yeah, no, there's it's incredible how many things they're coming out with. Okay, so Glenroy receives Gold Flexible Packaging Achievement Award 32918. If you have children. One of the most popular things is uh, there are these little like applesauce packets, right? And they uh -huh. kind of it's got a little got thing a little in, like one way check valve or something, right? It's an easy way to give give your kids fruits and vegetables. They mix them up and they you know they flavor them with fruits so they taste good. And your kid can kind of hold on to them and suck them out. And so it's like one of these. It's like a stand up pouch, uh, flexible packaging, only about twice the size of that. And basically they put a spray nozzle on it. So now you have a stand up pouch, nice, which is a I guess a 32-ounce spray container for your cleaners and, or I guess whatever you want to put in there, and however you want to market it. So I, I guess the question is, is as the product inside this flexible container, it's got to have some kind of something on the bottom of it to keep it upright as you use the product, right? Because I mean, as a bag gets emptied. Well, I'm just worried about it because the way it looks. Again, I think this is awesome innovation. Uh, you know, expanding flexible packaging, but as it looks, it doesn't look like it's going to be very conducive to grabbing it. Like I'm going to actually physically grab this pack pouch thing and then try and spray with it. Right. It looks like it's a little kind of odd. Whereas you know your standard 32 ounce spray containers that have all your cleaners, they have they have a grip, like almost like a like a pistol grip or whatever you want to call it, on the handle, so they make you know holding it very nice and comfortable and easy, of course. It's not on the bottle though. It's just a sprayer. No, it's on the bottle. I don't know about that. Absolutely. Come on, Google that. You have a computer in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're all right. We're googling this. The best thing about a podcast is you can record and uh, do an hour of research. But to the listener, it'll be like that quick. Yeah. So this part here, pistol grip. Well, so yeah. my three fingers are down here, and yeah, I'm spraying yeah, yeah. with my pointer finger. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so now that we both have visuals, okay, now, yes, yes. <laughs> you can kind of see what I'm talking about. Because right. you can see here where it might not be all that Right, it might not be that... Uh, that easy to use. Or if that even bends, if it's flimsy, I could see, like, bending it. Or, you know, I don't know. Maybe they work these things out. I will buy one as soon as I see one on a shelf and, and play with it and see if it's going to be amazing as it Well, looks. rejuvenate marine line of cleaners. Gives you a reason to buy a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I gotta try this new spray bottle out, so I bought this boat. <laughs> That's one reason to buy a boat. <laughs> it is springtime. Those of you who are 
who uh, have boat fever going on right now, you know what I'm talking about. Look, I think it's a nice bottle. I mean, even from a, uh, you know, storing it, I mean, if this is what, I mean, if, if this is the product you're going after for uh, use on boats and things, I mean, you know, storage space on boats is very uh, small and tiny, and, you know, this probably just fits that marketplace perfect. I mean, I could see it for car cleaning products as well. You don't want a bunch of bottles taking up your uh, uh, space, and, you know, if this is part of that whole recycling thing as well, it's better than a plastic bottle. Right, I opinion. was thinking that. If it's if it's less material less, or, you know, even you know, less not weight for molded. shipping for, uh, you know, for rejuvenate when they're shipping this stuff across country, uh, you know, ounces, ounces in big containers say, save a lot of pounds. So, sure. Okay. Well, maybe you, we'll, we'll know. We'll let the market decide when it is either they're going to be everywhere or we're never going to see them again. The free market always decides. That's right. All right, so let's move on here. We have – so by the way, I'll just take a – say a little note here. All of these articles um, are available on our website. We always link to all the – whenever we do a podcast or we do our uh, Ink and Updates newsletter, we always have the links to the articles that we're drawing this information from. So we're just not making it up is what you're saying? Right, we're not just making okay. it up. Although I can see how somebody might think I made up the fact that they're putting plant seeds inside of a label. Right. I am going to get a complaint. I would be I would be interested <laughs> in what the plant seeds are. We're going to have to get them. It's We're going to have flowers. to get it's uh, these guys on the phone and and uh you can apologize to them on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Okay, Craig. So, uh out of all this stuff on the desk here, out of all of these things from uh converting uh waste into fuel pellets to your favorite label, the uh the seeds that uh will be uh Planted to the stone uh, substrate and to the Doritos. I mean, what is? I mean, I told you my favorite. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe I think had the some coolest time one. To think, think about. Okay, this. so the coolest one. So you're all about the bugs then? <laughs> no, I like the one that biodegrades based on the, the food, because I mean that's cool. You you have the thermochromatic inks and stuff like that, that where they like, you know, you have the labels that essentially. If it goes below a certain temperature, the label's color will change. Sure. Um, most people know thermochromatics because, of course, Coors Light made thermochromatic inks pretty popular with their mountains. Hey, man. Which is very cool. If it's blue, if it's blue, you're good, go. right? So, yeah. I mean, I thought that was awesome when that came out. You know, if you have a frozen food get shipped across the country, and if the the freezer truck ever broke down or something, and the food spoiled and then got refrozen, you want to know that. Sure. Um, so I liked that, but this one's cool. I do want to understand a little bit more about the functionality of it from press to to label to shelf you know if that time is considered in that in that degrading period in that right, degrading period. i mean you make you create these labels you print these labels or create these packages they might sit in the warehouse for right so yeah so when does when does the clock start ticking right right so the last thing I should mention here is uh, the In Mold Decorating Association uh, is now accepting entries for the 12th annual IMDA awards competition the competition began accepting entries February 1st, 2018, and will close on April 15th, 2018. So you officially have four more days from the time of this podcast to get your entry in. Nice. The 2018 competition recognizes the industry's best in-mold labeling packaging and in-mold decorated durable products. Say that ten times fast. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Uh, the winning entries are chosen based on creativity in design, engineering, and innovation. The categories include the following. Best part design. Best Thin Wall Packaging, Best Injection Molded Durable, IMD Part, 
Best Injection Molded IML Package, Best Label Design, Best Blow Molded Part and Package, Best Product Family, Common Style or Brand, Best Thermal Formed IML Package, Best Thermal Formed Durable IMD Part, and Best IML IMD Prototype Part and Package. We're going to keep an eye on this competition. We'll see who wins, and we'll get back to you with that. Uh, Maybe we could have somebody on the show that can describe, hey, how did they come up with this, and you know who they're trying to go after, and well, we could certainly try. We, sh- <laughs> we could. So we should Don't mention that. We should thank. Um, last week we had Flexible Association on, right? Yeah. So we had uh, uh, Sean, uh, Sean from uh, Flexo Tech School up in Minneapolis on, and we just want to thank him for coming in and uh, encourage all of you to take part in his webinar on the 26th uh, of this month. And uh, he's going to be talking about building a brighter future in Flexo. And um, I think he still has one opening left uh, for his uh, uh, press operator class that's coming up. So, uh, you know, get in line for that. And coming up in just a couple weeks is InfoFlex down in Indiana. I mean, you're going to have uh, over 2,000 attendees, uh, 240 plus exhibiting companies there. Uh, all talking everything Flexo. We'll be there walking the floor, uh, talking to some of you guys, and and uh, seeing what's new in the industry, and uh, th- that'll become part of a, a future podcast. So it's going to be great. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening again. I'm Craig Tinerella. You can reach me at CR Tinerella on Twitter for Tom Brennan at uh, Flexo Inc. Chicago Inc. Underscore Inc. Thank you for listening. Feel free to subscribe and have a nice day.